All right, assalamu alaikum family. Welcome to this morning's power call. Today we're going to be hearing from the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. He's going to be discussing the proper etiquette, etiquette, uh, how to act uh, and respect people. Uh, many of us, when we get this knowledge of the devil, when we get this knowledge of ourselves, it can sometimes uh, make us arrogant make us mockers uh, and he didn't give us this knowledge for that so he did a lecture in 1974 uh and then i'm gonna follow it up with something that the minister said as well i gotta i gotta find my book that he said it in but i wanted us to have this knowledge because as we get on every morning and we get these teachings and we're learning about ourselves and we're learning about god and we're learning about the devil I want us to have that balance of how he would want us to think and act as we acquire this knowledge. Because as he said, he didn't give it to us to make us mockers. So let's get right into it. Let's get right into the to the lecture. And if you are new this morning, please take notes when you get on this morning. Take notes because at the end, I would like for you all to share what stood out for you. If you are on the Zoom call with us, if you would like to come directly on the Zoom call with us and you would like to, you know, come on every morning and be able to share, text the word nation to this number over here. Text the word nation to 833-276-7174. That's how you can get the Zoom link in the passcode. We meet every Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Central Time. We used to disgrace ourselves and them too. That's right. Because we didn't know ourselves. Yes, sir. But now we respect ourselves and we respect it. Yes, sir. Praise be to all. Yes, sir. You go out there disrespecting the honor of this land. They are alone as long as they're in power. Yes, sir. I think you will be showing disrespect for the high honor that has been conferred on you. Yes, sir. And me, by God. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you, dear Holy Father. Yes, sir. Respect everybody. Yes, sir. Everybody will respect you. Right. Yes, right. Thank you. If God give way to them to rule, then you honor and they rule. Mm -hmm. That's right. As long as they are in power to rule, yes, then respect them. Yes, sir. This I mean from my heart. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Everywhere we go. Respect people, and people will respect you. Yes, sir. Yes, yes that's right. Don't think that you are so great now just because uh, God promised you the kingdom. Mm -hmm. Wait until you get in it. Yes, sir.
You must remember that a ruler being dishonored and dishonoring people, he's dishonoring himself. Yes, sir. <laughs> My beloved brothers and sisters, God has how many visitors? He don't mean for us to waste our time looking to see who can we make mark of. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Looking and trying to show people that if you will mark disrespect that God did not raise us up to repeat the same. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We must show the world yes, sir. that we are a righteous people trying to sit up yes, sir. the characteristic in our people Yes, sir. All right. Yes, sir. Thank you, dear Father. Yes, sir. We don't want our people acting unright. Right. That's right. Regardless to who acted unrighteous by us, we must not do so ourselves since we represent ourselves as being righteous people. Right. Yes, sir. We be righteous. Yes, sir. That's right. If we said, there goes the devil, then don't try and practice after him. If you say you are righteous, mm -hmm. show the devil that you are righteous first. Right. Because he's watching you for search. Since you say now you are righteous, then prove it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's right. And if you say he's not righteous, he will say he was not his maker. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. That's right. That's right. That'll stop your mouth. Yes, sir. He did not make himself. Go ahead, It was our kind that made it. Right. So if you want to make mark of that which you have made, he could easily tell you that I am not responsible for my mate. <laughs> You made me yourself. Yes, sir. Your kind. Let us remember these words. Yes, sir. Thank you, dear old apostle. There's lots that we must learn to do. Yes, sir. To show forth to the world who we are. We are not raised up to sit around and make mock 
No. We are raised up to show the world what righteousness looked like. Yes, sir. <laughs> and how it feels to be righteous. Yes, sir. Go ahead, the apostle. There is a man of his past and putting him on the right road. This is a wonderful thing. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. He said to Israel, I am your God. Israel shall bear witness. Yes, sir. Now, he says to you and I, remember my faith mm -hmm. that I bestowed upon you. Yes, sir. Take a lesson from me. That if I bestow upon you mm -hmm. those great blessings, what you think I'm going to do for you? Yes, sir. Thank you. Yes, sir. Go ahead, dear pastor. If I'm blessed Israel mm -hmm. to bring her out of the bondage of power, what you think I'm going to do for you? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> Take your time. Yes, sir. I found Israel in the waste house, wasn't it? And I found you in the waste house. And you are my own. That's right. We bear witness, dear apostle. We are yours. That's right. That's right. So, if God said, and he has said, that we belong to him, all praise is to us. He called Israel his son. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. He said, out of Egypt, yes, sir. I call my son. Yes, sir. I said to Israel that if they obey me, I will lead them in a land that I will give to them. Yes, sir. On the condition that they believe. Right. And, and obey. Yes, sir. But they didn't obey. Yes, sir. No. So he said, his promise. 
can't be fulfilled because that you don't give me a chance. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, dear Apostle. I want to fulfill my promise, Israel. Yes, sir. But you won't let me fulfill it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, sir. Who brought you in this place, Israel? Yes, sir. Preach. Who met you, Israel? Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Where there was no break. Yes, sir. Take your time, tell the apostle. I only wanted to show to you, Israel, that I am God. Right. people coming to you. Yes, sir. They all will come to you. Yes, sir. 
as the Bible teaches you. Look and see. Yes, yes, yes sir. sir. They all come to thee. Yes, yes sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That has been bought and spoiled. Yes, sir, But as you come into Islam, Allah will gradually restore your beauty appearance. Yes, sir. That's right. That's right. You will become a beautiful nation. Yes, sir. As never before lived on the earth. Yes, sir. If you don't like any ugly part about you, he said he will cause you to grow into a new glory. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We have God with us. We have Him as our guide. Yes, sir. We don't have to stand around here and ask the question, what must be done? Yes, sir. Get up and let's go and do something. Yes, sir. with whatever the white folks will let us have. Yes, We're trying to do something with it to make them feel that they didn't give it over to a, a bunch of lazy fellows <laughs> that want to sit down and turn our face back to them, begging them yes, to carry us right on. When you have been given a chance to go for self, go for self. Yes, sir. I say that the black man of North America have nobody to blame but himself. If he respect himself and do for himself, his once slave master will come and respect him and help him to do something for self. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You cannot say that they don't help you to do something for self. They're helping us mm -hmm. to go for ourselves. Right. <laughs> Who would want to help an old horse that don't want to do anything but lay down in the lot? Right. That's right.
sir. Why disgust me? Really disgusting. Yes, sir. Rouse him up and tell him to get up. You can't pull the tractor, pull the plow. Yes, sir. I don't believe in us. Now, in this modern time, laying down on the white man looking for him to give us something to go for. He gives you something when he gives you freedom. That's all you want. To be free to do something for self. Yes, sir. Well, you got that. Don't now lay down round his doorstep asking him to help you. Go help yourself. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, that's right. He's taking the shackles off from you and say, now you free. Go for yourself. Why should you still lay there to his gate? Ah, oh, give me, give me, give you nothing. Well, that's, that's the truth. What are you going to give you now? After he let you go, free to get for yourself. You don't need to blame him now. Blame yourself. The earth is lost. And that there's enough of for you to have some and for them to have some. God wants to continue to help them to live on this earth. You get that part that he give you. And don't be worried over here. That's right. Take that which God gives you, and that of that own. Go to war with no man for that of his own. No, you don't fight nobody over what is there. Just get yours and keep yours. Yes, sir. And let him keep him. Yes, sir. If God give it to him, that's him and God. Yes, sir. God just give me something. Yes, sir. Now God have given you something. Yes, sir. Let us do the best we can with what he has given to us. Yes, sir. Take Somebody's profit. Take nothing. Just take that which God has given to you and make something out of it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You take nothing. You go to war with no man. Mm-hmm. No. No, you go to war with yourself. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Trying to rob people out of their own, that's wrong. Yes, sir. The earth is too large. Yes, sir. Well, he's taking it from me. Well, that you let him do it. 
Mm-hmm. I don't blame him if you're going to let me take it. Well, that's okay. Yes, sir. I said to you, my beloved brothers and sisters, Allah have loosed us. Yes, sir. All we have to do to go to work and try and make the best out of what he has given to us. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And stop looking at other people's property. Looking for them to give you theirs. You don't take nothing. No, well, he taking it from me and he taking it from my brother. Well, if he taking it from the Indian, let the Indian fight for his own. and bear witness with the white man then wasn't doing nothing with it. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, if, and if he would come here, taking it away from him, and build up a great country like this, I say you ought to have been given a long time before you did. that, but I hate the end for the law. No. I love the end. Yes, sir. But he was not smart enough to keep his home. Mm-hmm. So he let a stranger take it. Mm-hmm. Well, we're strangers too. Yes, sir. Give you theirs. 
So we must find a home. Yes, sir. That we can call our own. Yes, sir. I can't wear a crown with no country. Right. It's a ship, but it has no room. Therefore, it can't travel. Mm -hmm. We got to have a home. If God come to bless us, he must bless us with the help of giving us some of this earth. Yes, sir. That we can call our own. Yes, sir. Take your time. Yes. My, my, my. <laughs> was he on fire or was he on fire? Oh man, that was I, I listen. I know somebody got some notes that you want to share from that. Was that a surprise? I know it was a surprise for some people. You didn't expect him to say that, did you? Yeah, we was expecting him to blame the white man for everything because he's the devil by nature and all that. Nah, uh, uh, you got a rude awakening this morning. Now I want to read something from the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan because I just want to bring balance to us. He gave us that history. But the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan gives us the meaning and, and, and takes us deeper past the surface level. So let me read this. This is out of our book, The Restrictive Laws of Islam is Our Success. Uh, this is on page 27 for anybody who wants to verify what I'm about to read. All right. Now, we often know what is our lessons, right? Uh, uh, what is our student enrollment? Who was the original man? The original man is the Asiatic black man, the maker, the owner. They say they used to say father of, civiliz uh, si father of civilization, God of the universe. Maker, the owner, cream of the planet Earth, God of the universe, right? Well, yeah, that's who I am. I'm the original man. Well, who is the colored man? Oh, yeah, yeah. See, we ain't colored. That's the white man. The white man is the devil. That God. Y'all know that. Come on. That's, that's, the, that's, that's what people, if they don't really go... Past the surface level, think we all about black man, God, white man, the devil. They blame everything on the white man. You, even movies and stuff try to mock it, right? Well, let's get into, let's get it. Let's go a little deeper. The minister asked a question. Now, who is our teacher? Now, if I was to say who is our teacher, I want y'all to put it in the comment section right now. Who was our teacher? Now, who was our teacher? Just put it in the comment section. Who was our teacher? Come on, there you go. Ah, oh, come on, put it in the comment section. 
We got the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. We got Allah. Okay, put it in the comment section. Master Father Muhammad. Allah through. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all on point. Y'all not on point, but y'all on point with what the minister about to say. Watch this. He says, now, who was our teacher? Now, watch this. See, the minister so wise. He already knew what y'all was going to say. He says, if you're thinking Master Farah Muhammad, you're wrong. <laughs> Golly. <laughs> listen, to, listen to the context. He says, you're wrong. You just came to Master Farah Muhammad. I asked who was. I didn't say who is trying to be your teacher. Oh, snap. Don't even put Master Farah Muhammad in it. Because how can he be your teacher and you're nothing but a damn rebellious devil yourself? Godly. Master Fard is offering himself to us as a teacher to make us into himself. You were taught by a rebellious devil who robbed us and spoiled us. Oh, boy, this is good. And made us into him. So while you're busy calling the white man the devil... Go home and look in the mirror. Ooh, this is some good teaching this morning. How could I be a devil? I'm not grafted. This is what we saying. I'm not grafted. The devil is grafted, right? He said, who said so? Look, in order for us to do better, we have to know better. Lost Found Muslim Lesson Number 2, Question Number 33 states, What is devil? A grafted man which is made weak and wicked or any grafted live germ from the original is devil. Now watch this. I used to call us my black, beautiful brothers and sisters until the most honorable Elijah Muhammad called me and stopped me. He said, there is nothing beautiful that is not in submission. So I don't care how good you look to yourself or we look to ourselves. When we look in the mirror with our false hair and our false teeth and our false breasts and our false backside and our false legs and all this kind of crap that we put on to make ourselves look better to the outside world, how do we look in the eyes of God? If we are in rebellion, we are not beautiful. It is rebelliousness that makes us ugly, ugly in the sight of God, no matter how beautiful our physical appearance Maybe. Now there's hope. I don't want you to feel bad about this now, but I do want you to see the problem. And there is a problem with us. Not only is there a problem with those who are trying to lead within our nation, but there's a problem with those who are trying to follow. Who was your master for 310 years on a plantation? Was it God or was it the rebellious devil? But he beat us into submission to him. And out of fear for what he would do to us, we obeyed him and he made us into himself. Lost found Muslim lesson number two, question number 31. To make devil, what must you first do? To make devil, one must begin grafting from the original. You begin by grafting from original the same way Yakub did to them on the island of Pilon. When they got here, they, when they got us here and robbed us of the knowledge of ourselves and separated us from our parents. Then they became our parents and the grafting began. 
taking us away from the original self, grafting us degree by degree into them. Golly, it's, it's heavy now. Consider the scripture from Revelation 18 and 2. Babylon, the great fallen, the greatest fallen, is fallen and is become the habitation of devils and the hold of every foul spirit and a cage of every unclean and hateful bird. Now, when we read that scripture, we say, yep, it's the white man or habitation of devils. That's right. But where do we live? Don't we live in the same Babylon? <laughs> God, boy, the minister, man, he bringing it home. Well, then, if the prophet described the people that live in Babylon as rebellious devils or a habitation of devils, then a devil is one who refuses to submit to the will of God and acts contrary to his will. So when the Savior came, he came to a house of devils. And then the reverse process began. Now, let's look at our supreme wisdom a minute. Come on now. We're talking about these lessons. We know that Yakub was, was successful in all his undertakings because the people who were his followers obeyed Yakub's laws. Regardless to what he told them to do, they did it. If not, they paid with their lives for every law they broke. That's how he made a devil. It was with strong law. Well, the same thing that Yaku did to him, he did it to us. Lost found Muslim lesson number two. Question number 34 states, and can you reform devil? No, all of the prophets have tried to reform him devil, but were unable. So they have agreed that it cannot be done unless we grab him back to the original man, which takes 600 years. So instead of losing time, grafting him back, they have decided to take him off the planet who numbers only one to every 11 original people. Now watch this. The minister goes on and says he can be grafted back into the original. See, some people online back in the day, I used to see them try to do their little debates and all that. Well, the lesson say you can't. Yeah, you can. But the prophet said it would just take too long. So they have decided. Well, who is they? Prophets don't decide the fate of nations. If God didn't say it, how can a prophet speak of God what he does not know? Oh boy, this is now this is boy, we going, we studying some lessons today. Master Far Muhammad's father went into the Caucasus Mountains and took a Caucasian woman and cast seven devils out of her to purify her so that she could give birth to the world leader, a world reformer, a world savior. How could we say that devil can't be reformed? Ooh, come on now. Many of us say it. It's on YouTube. How could we say devil can't be reformed when I told you that he made us into himself? The Savior used sweet language with us. You are other than yourself. Well, if yourself is a righteous Muslim and you are other than that, then what are you? You're just a little devil, a hell raiser. So look, if he can put us into a process to bring out of us our demons and make us again into ourselves, I'm not saying that this is what he's going to do for the Caucasian, but I, because I don't know that. But I know this. He's going to offer them a way out. That is mercy. The messenger laid down the predicate for mercy by saying, 
the white man could easily say to you, I did not make myself, you made me. Y'all just heard the Honorable Elijah Muhammad said out of his own mouth. So if he is a made devil, then the messenger asked a question, who is responsible, the clay or the potter? If that is what you made, then accept responsibility. Your student enrollment opens up with who is the original man, with the answer being the original man is the Asiatic black man, the maker, the owner, the cream of the planet, earth, God of the universe. You say, that's me. That's us. We're the original man. Watch this. This is the minister speaking. But you're, you are not in your original condition. So you now have to be grafted back into original from the grafted that took place to make us into our enemy, a rebellious devil. Ooh, I'm gonna close it right there. Golly, I'm gonna close it right there. Ooh, I hope that knocked the wind out of our arrogance. I hope that knocked the wind out of our mockery and just make us turn back to that mirror and look at self. So raise your hand if you got something that you would like to share based on what the Honorable Elijah Muhammad said and the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan gave us in explaining and going past the surface level of our teachings. Go ahead, sister. Uh, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Don't go yet. Oh, man, this is boy. We should have some good dialogue this morning. Ooh, we should have some good dialogue this morning. Hold on. Let me let me switch this up. Come on, y'all. Don't don't be. Come on. Raise your hand. Come on now. Get your thoughts now. Don't get side. Don't get quiet. We got work to do. Go ahead, Sister uh, Sister Brianna. Hold on, wait. Let me make it to work. Assalamualaikum. Well, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Um, this of course was phenomenal. He said, "And hold on, it's right. We drive with two hands." He says, "Wait until you get into the kingdom." He said, you have to show the devil that you're righteous. It doesn't matter if you think you're righteous or if you do right, if you are righteous in mind, are you righteous in act? Right? Because Muslims uh, vote with their feet. Now you vote with your mouth too, but if your mouth and feet aren't um cohesive, it really doesn't matter what you're saying, right? He said, you can't blame anyone for what you are allowing them to take from you. Right, we can't always play the victim game. Like, yes, we were put in a position, but we also can do for ourselves. In orientation class, there was a game. It was the first time coming. It's like I just don't understand why the nation isn't where it should be. Why don't we have our schools? Why don't we have the? Why, why don't we have that? And then I said, "Where'd you get your watch from?" She said someplace. I'm like, okay, so where'd you get your clothes from? She was like, Macy's. I said, okay, where'd you get your shoes from? She said, some other place. And I was like, who owned all of that? She was like, Jews. I said, okay. So it's not that we don't have what we, what we aren't supposed to have because of the position that someone else is doing to us. It's that we won't even patronize with our own. And then say, hey, well, how come we are where we should be? Well, how come you aren't spending your money with your people? You know what I mean? So we are allowing, at some point in time, we do have to take responsibility. We are allowing people to take things from us, and we just have to take more responsibility. That was Fuego. I have one more thing. <laughs> he said, I can't wear a crown without, a, without no country. Wow. 
Um, I know that, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. If it if it's not the honorable Elijah Muhammad, it's definitely honorable Mr. Louis Farrakhan. When he says the three states, of course there are more, right? At the um, at the youth summit or or one of the plenary sessions, there was a list of like five, ten states. And to my knowledge, the first three states that are always talked about is Georgia, Alabama for the soil, and then Mississippi for the soil, but also the um, to, to trade overseas. So he says that we're always trying to go somewhere else. We go into all states, just, no, come together, unite. And they do tell us which states that they would like us to go to. Okay, that's all. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Thank you for sharing. Uh, we got Brother Wesley up next. Assalamu alaikum, family. Uh, what I wanted to to touch on as well, just to kind of veggie back on what Sister Brianna was speaking about, is that we were raised, like you brought up with the uh, messenger brought up, that we were raised to show an example of what righteousness looked like. Um, and I've had conversations about uh, what can Black people do and what's going wrong. And it's like, it's easy for us to come up with all of the problems with what we do. But when we really look at it, we're not trying to cast, we don't need to cast blame on other people and what they did. Yes, we want to be aware of our history. We want to be aware of what was taking place, but we want, don't want to stop there. We want to first, what, excuse me, we want to stop there. We want to continue to look deeper at ourselves and what we allow to happen to ourselves as well. Um, because as we think about it, we at this point have become convenient. We allow the conveniences of the world to mass over what correction we need to do. So our accountability should be on us, not on the oppressor, not on what has taken place in the past, but what are we doing right now? And then I also like the point where uh, the, uh, the messenger brought out, respect everyone and everyone respect you. And a lot of times we look to why are you doing this? Why are you doing this? Woe is me. But you don't respect yourself enough to clean yourself up. You don't respect yourself enough to build for yourself, but yet you want affirmative action. You want all these laws passed, but you're expecting this system that wasn't built or designed to help you. It was built on top of you, but you want so all of these olive branches extended. So we want to make sure that we keep in our mind that we need to respect ourselves. And a part of respecting ourselves is understanding ourselves and accepting ourselves. That's what I'm going to Yes, sir. One of the things that stood out for me is is that as well. And when he said God didn't raise us up to repeat the same as them. And that's deep because he 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 brought up actually what many people say today, where they took it from us or they robbed it from us. He said, I didn't, you know, didn't raise you up to do the same thing. And I, I thought about that on a smaller level. I gotta work on this. But I thought about it on a on a smaller level too. Um, even with little things, just because somebody do something to you doesn't mean you have to return that like for like. Oh man, you you disrespecting me? Well, I'm gonna disrespect you. I'm you know a fight with those who fight with me. Yeah, you, you're gonna try to justify it. But if we're striving to be righteous and we're striving to be that example, we don't have to respond the same exact way that they came at us. Many of us say, well, the white man, he robbed and killed to get it in there. What do you think we got to do? And y'all, and you, and you hear it on Twitter spaces. You hear it everywhere today. Oh, man, it got to be blood. Oh, but we got to. And you ain't, you ain't finna do it. What you going to do? You going to get your gun and go, you ain't did it. So, no, that ain't. If 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 we believe it in our own condition that we submit, God is going to give it to us. We just got to prepare ourselves. 
We just got to prepare ourselves and hurl the cannon of truth. And he said, our unity is more powerful than an atomic bomb. So that that's one of the parts that stood out uh, for me, our attitude. You know, our attitude is not for us once it's time for us to get on top because we talked about it the other day. Uh, Brother Neri, you, you know, it's, he's not just going to come down. We have to go up for him to come down. But we are not going up to, to lead like they did because this is how they treated us. No, we are supposed to uh, raise up in righteousness, raise up following the path of God, not repeating the devil just because the devil was once in power. Uh, Sister Sheline. Okay, so very briefly, I, I it stood with me, go to war with no man but that of his own. It took me back to the other day when Brother Nuri said to us, and I believe you, you said something with regard to it as well yesterday. Every day, this is exactly what I said. Become a new you. I'm not verbatim, but every day become a new you. And I wish I knew it verbatim, but the gist of it is every day become a new me. So I'm focusing on every day becoming a new me, going to war with myself. He said, respect everybody <clears throat> and everybody will respect you everywhere you go. And Brother Wesley just said something that Reminding me of this madness we just heard of, because I didn't watch it, but this madness with regard to the Essence Festival, or the Essence, I believe it's the Essence Festival, and the ridiculousness with these sisters. And it took me into the respect yourself. We want to be respected as Black people, but look at what it is that we do in front of others, uh, oh, world in there of others, but we want to be respected. I'm focused now on going to war with the man inside of me, with myself, because I've got work to do within myself and not focus on anyone else. So respect for me and going to war, war with myself that's what I got out of this. Thank you. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. Uh, let's go to Sister Yasina. Assalamualaikum. So this is really good for me. Um, I love when he went into our history, just really briefly, and what you, what you, um, Reference with from the minister in our restrictive law of Islam, uh, restrictive law of Islam book, and when we go to um, message to the black man on page one hundred and eleven, the honorable Elijah Muhammad talks about how before the coming of Yakub, that seventy percent of our people were satisfied, thirty percent were dissatisfied. So Yakub, he took the thirty percent dissatisfied. And he worked them into his belief. And when they were run out of the Holy Land and, you know, sent to the island of Patmos, which Patmos is a Greek word, which means my killing. 
So when you go, when we go to the book of Revelation and in, in Revelation, it says, I, John, on the island of Patmos, which John is another word for ya another name for Yakub. So he, in the book of Revelation, you're ge we're getting the history of how the white man was made. But we, like the messenger said, he didn't make himself. We made him so that we so they come out of that 30 percent of the dissatisfied. And as we know in their history, that they did they did everything that Yakub told them to do on that island. And if they didn't, that they that he killed them. So the Honorable Elijah Muhammad also says that he's Yakub in reverse. So he's taken the teachings of the most of, of Master Father Muhammad and he's not grafting us because it'll take a 600 year process for us too because we failures. But he's changing us back into our natural self, but it requires work from us. It's not an abracadabra. Um, magic show. You want that thing? You go watch. You know, go to go to uh, Las Vegas. But it's a it's an everyday process. And I always go back to the mother because the mother has. If we don't work on ourselves, then we'll we'll continue to produce devils. So we're grafting and grafting and grafting because we want to be rebellious. We're so quick to hold on to this world. Even us as Muslims, we want to, you know, one one leg over the fence, another leg on the other side, wavering. But this is we're in this time now where we have to make a choice or the choice will be made for us. And, I, and the last thing I say is um, the Honorable Minister Louis Barkine also talks about the making of the devil in closing the gap, uh, starting on page 28. And. One of the things that he says is on page 29, he says, secondly, as I studied more, I learned that the term devil applied to them Caucasian people. All right enough. But it also applies to any human who devotes the essence of his or her life to rebellion against God and leading others in that rebellion. This makes any person who does that a devil. Assalamualaikum. Well, like salam. Yes, ma'am. Uh, one of the, another thing that stood out for me is, uh, we don't have to stand around asking the question, what must be done? Get up and go do something. When you have been given a chance to go for self, go for self. Uh, he said the black man in North America have nobody to blame, but himself. If he respect and do for himself. His once slave master will respect and help him to do for himself. Don't now lay down around his doorstep asking him to help you. Go help yourself. He's taking the shackles off of you. Go for self. Why should you stay, uh, still lay there to his gate? Give me, give me, give me, give you nothing. <laughs> and many of us are still looking for something else to be given. Yes, we want. Reparation. Yes, we want what we have in point number four. But in the meantime, we don't have to wait until we're 100 years old and we haven't built nothing for our children and we're just waiting and waiting and waiting. No, let's build something in the process. And if we get that, all praise is due to Allah. But the freedom that we have now to go do something for self is enough 
with God. Um, if we unite on, on, on his principle, because he already promised us luxury, money, good home, friendship of all walks of life on the condition that we submit. So, yes, we want justice. Yes, we want reparation. Yes, he has told us and showed us. And point number four, really, as the minister said, he wanted to show us what justice looks like. But even if we don't get it, he has given us also the blueprint. The minister has also given us the blueprint on what to do for ourselves. So next we got brother Shakur. There's a lot of news here. The first thing I want to say, I want to make correction is, you know, it says in our lessons, a nation of Islam is all wise and does everything right and exact. So when we make a mistake, we come back for correction. I said yesterday that the pig didn't have uh, veins. What I meant to say was that he didn't have sweat glands, but there's, he has, it's a cross between a cat and rat and a dog. And in its genetics, it has a mutation that whenever a poisonous snake bites it, that cell doesn't allow for the uh, for the for the toxins to to uh, formulate in his body. That's why he can turn back around and eat that snake. So I want to make that correction. Yes, sir. Now, people say that all the time. If you haven't been around, I first said this to you a long time, about two three years ago, brother man. When I met you, I said. You need to get uh, with some supreme scientists in the mosque and it's outside the mosque where they're going to show themselves, right? Because they have studied their lessons. Because if you don't have somebody to walk you through these lessons, ahead these lessons for a long time, just because you read it one time, you'll take it on face value. That's why you can give anybody them and they'll read it and they still won't be able to understand it. Because like I said, my Uncle Kareem taught me, these lessons are going to show you the truth of you, the truth of God, the truth of others in relationship to the truth of the universe. Now, the first thing is that who is the original man? The original man is the Asiatic black man to make the only cream of the planet slow down, right? First of all, you got to know what a man is, right? And the messenger tells you in the birthright question, a man is a civilized, is a civilized person of mature intelligence that will obey the laws of civilization. So everybody not a, not a man. That's the first thing. He designed specific corners to give you specific instructions and show you specific things so you can look at things and based on what somebody says or how they act to you, you can let them qualify or disqualify themselves whether they're around you. You ain't even got to make the judgment because you let them qualify or disqualify themselves based on their action, based on what come out of their mouth. Right now, when it says about the devil, a grafted man, which is made weak and wicked, and it grafted lie John from original was devil. But that man is a devil by what nature? The black man is not a devil by nature. That's why he can't be reformed. He's not a devil by nature, but that's why you got to study. Right. You go on into this thing, the problem of. Of, of, of our Quran, he said that after he finished running the the the, uh, the evil people out of the out of holy city, he said what? When his companion said the holy war is over, he said no. The greatest of all holy wars is the struggle between oneself of right and wrong. That's why you got to ask self, Lord and Master. You got to live this mathematics. That's why the number eight is build or destroy. You got to constantly keep adding and taking away. From things that's going to take away from you being the God that you are. 
That's why you got to study. Because if you read these things and go over these things, and because you got to swim these 9,000 miles by yourself. That's why I'm, that's why I messed around. Mom said I came to North America by myself. You're gonna have to come by yourself when you study these lessons. You're gonna have to study and do some introspective on the self, right? So I went over that about the original man, about the devil by nature. Told you about the pig. Now, the response. You don't have to. Re Minister said a long time ago. When you see a when you see a fly jump on a gnat, do the elephant get mad? No, everything don't need a response. Everything don't need a response. That's why I told he said what? Yo, yo, unit is more powerful than an atomic bomb. You better learn how to be a damn proton instead of an electron, letting an electron mess with you all the time. Stay positive and keep the negative away from you. You ain't got to put yourself in certain situations. That's why no matter what you're dealing with, your dioxyribonucleus, your DNA got traits. Your traits learn to what? The subatomic level, which is made out of, of uh, atoms. And in the atoms, they have the seven particles. And you're still dealing with charges. So you're going to deal with positive people or negative people. That's the bottom line. Now, if you're positive and you're being around people that's so negative, because you can have atoms that's so positive, they can make negative atoms positive. Then again, you can have atoms that's so negative, they can make positive atoms negative. So if you know your positive charge ain't on the par, you better separate yourself from them people. That's why the messenger said what? Not prayer. He said separation is better than prayer. He telling you about the subatomic level. You better learn how to separate yourself from all this bull crap, man. And study your lessons. Now, the other thing we just heard Mother Sinetta say the other, other day, he said the mind, once the mind is gone, once this world has worked on the original man and woman's mind for so long, you can't be redeemed for that. Because once the mind is gone, you're you gone. You can't be redeemed. That's why when you when you go to the prison and you're trying to reform people and people coming out of there, I just had a, a session with some young men, right? And when I train people in combat, right, not fight for a trophy, we talk about life and death. When I train people in combat, you know, they say, well, Shaq, you're training them too hard because I train women just like I would train a man because it's life and death. You don't get to come back from that. Right. And so in that session and in that process, you know, I was they were saying, you train. I said, you have no understanding what's coming down the pipe, what's happening all around you. Right outside, every day you see it's a shooting. But the thing is that, to bring it all in perspective, I had some young brothers I was working with. And when his uncle came and tell him, he said, you know, it's just like you see people out here today. When you see them twerking and doing, I don't get in a conversation because I know, I know the messenger said, who is the original man? Who is the color man? And then in your lessons, he showed you who the 85% were. Who the 10% were and who were the poor righteous teachers, the 5%. But then he also told you, what is the meaning of civilization? We're having knowledge, wisdom, understanding, cultural refinement, and as not a savage in the pursuit of happiness. You see these people out here? They savages in the pursuit of happiness. Shaking their butt all over the... Ooh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You see it.
they savages in the pursuit of happiness, right? The other thing is that then he goes on to say, what is the duty of a civilized person? To teach them civilized people who are savage, civilization, righteousness, the knowledge of himself, the science of everything in life, love, peace, and happiness. So if you see a savage, you teach him, but that don't mean you teach the devil everything you know. That's just the 12 Jews. Knowledge, wisdom, understanding, freedom, justice, quality, food, clothing, shelter, love, peace, and habit. That's it. You don't teach them everything you know. That's why I be telling you, somebody, somebody, you sometimes just need to shut up and move in silence because you're in a war whether you want to be or not. That's about the job. And the last part. This is why we say one of the acronyms for Yakub is why did Allah create universal beasts? Right. That man out here, he got all kinds of systems. It's the same reason when 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 Christ, when Jesus. They were looking for he was looking for a place to dump demons before he put it in the pig. Right. And he asked the demon, he said, who are you? And the, and the legion and, and the demon responded, we are legion. We are many. You got many demonistic systems out here. They're going to say, oh, get you begging for for civil uh, uh Get you begging for uh, affirmative action. They take it away. Da, 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 da. You see them did it. But you saw the only place where they didn't take affirmative action was what? In the military. Better look at that writing on the wall because they want you to go fight for what's coming down the pipe. Because they already got warships sitting right outside of China right now because it's about to pop off any minute. And they want you to they want you to get some affirmative action, but they want you on the front line. Now. With all that being said, the last part to bring all that in is about <laughs> about the demonistic systems. As soon as he gave you, as soon as he gave you civil rights, he worked every system to take it away from you. The demons, the legion. As soon as he gave you reparation, you best believe he working on a way to take it right back from you. So if you think you can trust that man and believe everything, like I told you before, before the minister came on and said, he was a liar and a murderer from the beginning. Now you can go on out there with your happy go like ass if you want to. You're going to get exactly what you deserve. All right. Salam alaikum. Well, alaikum salam. I got a quick question, fam. Been working on some behind the scenes. If you are not registered, and you are here on the Zoom this morning, and you would like to be my guest to go check out a local study group in your area, press the number three in the comment section. Press the number three in the comment section. If you want help finding your local study group, your local mosque in your area, you on for the first time, you say, man, I want to go check this out, and you want to be my guest. Now, if... uh. Somebody else from the nation invited you on the call. You can, I guess, be their guest. But if they ain't invited you yet, you might be mine. Okay, so I got a website I want you guys to go to. And uh, somebody from my team is going to be able to help you find uh, your local study group. Okay, and uh, I want you to be my guest. So I'm inviting you out. Okay, so the website is www.noistudygroup.com. I want y'all to write that down and we're going to follow up with you guys. We're going to follow up with y'all. Okay, my goal is to have 100 guests in one month. Okay, so come on now. We, we going to get to work. Come on. So www.noistudygroup.com. 
Go to that website and fill out that form. Give me your name, your email, phone, city and state. We're going to figure out where you're at, and we're going we're gonna to contact you, and we're going to help you get to your local study group and your local mosque, okay? NOISTudyGroup.com, www.NOISTudyGroup.com. If you are interested in having us help you all out, uh, find your location, let you know what time they have it, what days and all that. And for you to be my guest, www.noistudygroup.com. All right, let's go to uh, Brother Ben Willard. Brother Ben Willard. Going once. Okay, there we go. Uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm here. I'm here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So peace, fam. Peace, fam. I appreciate it. Appreciate what you're doing, brother Ben. I like this format. But I posed a, a uh, question in the uh, chat box. And the question was, so 66 trillion years ago, uh, we had issues. You know, what I mean, to my knowledge, you know, what I mean, there was no white people in existence around that time. So another area of discovery you know what i mean that i have been traveling down if you will is the study of the brown germ what is it and where did it come from you know and the reason why i say this because i'm saying that part of the teachings to me you know and this is how i internalize it Part of it is teaching you the law of nature, you know, meaning that, you know, that we all have to understand, you know, I mean, the law of nature, you know, I mean, the lion has a nature. I mean, like the gazelle has a nature, you know, but we all. But for me. I'm striving to always shift my attention towards my inner self, you know, I heard Minister Nuri you know, quote the messenger saying that, you know, the root problem, you know, I mean, with our people is spiritual and it necessitates a spiritual solution. So, I mean, once we understand, you know, the law of nature, okay, the white man is this and all of this other stuff. Now we have to shift our attention, like how was that person made and what purpose, you know, I mean, the God brought him to the planet. So how do I internalize these teachings? For me, it's like that's something that we strive not to be. But because I'm saying, you know, that this man came from us grafting from a brown germ, then we can't really place all the blame on the white man, I think. And this is just me. I mean, it's not etched in stone. I think that the teachings is really giving us a mirror reflection as to what we should do in opposite, you know, and the moment we begin to blame everything towards this man, then you have to reflect back on, you know, I mean, what the teachers just said, hey, I mean, like this person was grafted from you, you know what I mean? And it took me a long time to really get it because, you know, it was phases in my life that I would be, you know, like that radical. Yeah, you know, white man, that, 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 that. You know what I mean? But as time went on, you know what I mean? And I got older, you know, I started interacting with people that share the same hue, you know what I mean? That has done things 
you know, that has done more evil, you know what I mean, towards me than the person I'm pointing my finger at. So I just wanted to bring that up to the family, man. Just, just kind of like in a reflect, you know, and I'm gonna leave you guys with this. A lot of times, you know, when I see stuff, you know, that concerns me, I always ask myself two questions. Ben, are you like that? Number one. Number two, have you ever been like that? And if I'm honest with myself, I would have to say, yeah. So in that moment, I go back to my spiritual drawing board and say, man, I have to do some cleaning up. You know what I mean? Within myself. Uh, appreciate the fam allowing me to share. Yes, sir. Thank you for sharing. And no, it ain't just you. We just heard the Honorable Elijah Muhammad say the same thing and the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan in the reading come behind him and say the same thing. So absolutely, it's not just you. You do have the right interpretation um, of that. Let's go over to Sister Kava. Assalamualaikum. Okay, so um, you hit on one of the points when the Honorable... Elijah Muhammad said, um, you know, he's taking the shackles off your feet. And uh, it made me to just think about um, that gospel song that I really like up in energetic song where he says, you know, take the, the, you know, take the shackles off our feet so I can dance. I just want to praise you. And it made me to think that in that same concept, we do move like that. We move. Like, okay, we have the shackles off our feet. So now what we want to do is dance. We want to praise. We want to shout. We want to do all these things. But do we want to work? You know, the shackles are off our feet. The shackles are off our hands. And, you know, it's like, okay, you get excited because you are quote unquote free. But now do you want to go and actually do the work? Or you just want to sit around and say, whoo, we free, we free. Just praise them, just dance. Oh my God, thank you so much. Um, and you know, with the teachings, there was one part where he said that you are guided. You know, you don't have to wait around and um, you know have someone to tell you what to do. Just go and do something. In that is that we've already been guided. We don't have an original thought. You know. There's not an original thought that we can say, oh, okay, well, this is my thought and now I want to go do. Now, we can either take the thought and then the intentions and the motives behind it could be, uh, as uh, Brother Shakir said, it could be a proton or it could be an electron. It could be if something positive, you could take that thought and do something positive with it. Or you could take that thought, that same thought, and do something negative with it. So the right man is building. He's building every day. But he's guiding in the system to build, but he has a uh, negative motive behind what he's building. He has a motive of leeching, of taking advantage of, you know, of stealing away into the hereafter. Now, we could take that same guide of unity and building for ourselves and do it in a positive way. So those are the two things that I, I thought of, and I, I just loved how the minister always brings it back to ourselves and the study of ourselves. And, you know, we traded in the slave master of 
you know, over 400 years ago, some of us um, for Master Father Muhammad. So we try to use Master Father Muhammad in the same way, you know, as a slave master when he actually came to free us and to grow us up into God's and to grow for us to be unified and to grow our communities and grow us into righteousness and grow us back. I love the part when he was talking about reforming. Well, who said that? How can a prophet, and I know I'm not um, saying it just right, but how can a prophet say that was real deep for me, what can be done and what can't be done? Um, but I love the fact that Master Prophet Muhammad came to graft us back, to reform, can we reform, let me use correctly, to reform us back and make us back into himself because we were other than ourselves. So those are just the thoughts that I had this morning. Mm-hmm. That made me think about uh, something Brother Jabril said that Allah handpicked us and we don't believe that we have been handpicked. And when you said we don't have original thoughts, we kind of went over this a couple weeks ago, I think, about how when we put our thoughts out into the to the atmosphere of the universe, you know, other people can tap into it. You know, I think Mother Tanetta was kind of going to in, in into that. And it makes me think about just accept your own and be yourself. <clears throat> when he said, get up and go do something, it made me think about how the minister said, you find your gift or you discover your gift. I don't know the exact words. I'm paraphrasing. When you're, you, you find it in doing the work of God, in submitting to God, in living a life of righteousness. Many of us are trying to figure out like, who am I? What do we do? What do I think? And it's like, you already got it. That voice of God that's been within you. How many ideas have you already had that we ain't acted on? Like I got, I can, I speak for myself. There's a bunch of ideas that I've had came up in my mind, man. That'd be a good idea that I ain't acted on yet. They probably would have been successful. So I would say, let's start there. Um, well, first, I mean, if we're unsure, uh, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad has given us a blueprint. He has given us a, a thought process uh, on of what we can build on, build on top of six to eight like-minded individuals. Study the operations of the white man. Like we got some things that we can do now to kind of bounce some, you know, bounce some thoughts and some ideas um, that may not be, you know, that's that bears witness that it's not original. But even the thoughts that we think are original is off of a lot of thoughts that's already from the past. So we just act on, accept our own, and be ourselves, and act on what we already are hearing from the God within. You know, we may find out that hey, if I just do this consistently. We will see some growth. Um, so I like that because it's 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 a reminder for me that you ain't gotta be super deep. You ain't gotta try to, you know, go be that other than yourself. Just sit down and think. Allah will send you the thought. You know what I mean? It's just it's just and it's hard because we think, and I'll just speak for me. I, sometimes I've thought that man, it's it's hard. It's like something that's super deep. It's like, no, just just obey, just listen, you know, just, just submit that, that the thought will come in your sleep. The thought will come when you just land down, the thought will come while you just driving, you just being you is enough. You just acting on what you, what you are, that thought that you already have may be enough for your part. You may not be the one that's going to galvanize a million people. 
And I think sometimes we want to, we want our thought and idea to be so grand. Like, oh man, I gotta, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of a master plan. Oh boy, we finna unite the entire earth. No, I mean, that may not be your mission. Your mission may just be, hey, how can I help this back end system get together? I need to tie this part with this part. And you thinking, no, that ain't big enough. Mm-mm, nope, that ain't, mm-mm. it's something bigger than that. No, that's the thought for you. That's your thought. That's probably your position that you need to play, and you don't realize how really big that is. Although it seems small, how big it really is by you just being yourself. Some of y'all are good at management. Some of y'all are good at communication. And you thinking, oh, man, that's something wrong with this communication. I mean, if we had this communication channel here, you don't even realize that's the key to blow the whole thing up, to connect us all over the world. But because it's something small, and something natural that's to us, we thinking, ah, it got to be a different type of idea, though. It's something else. No, Allah has made you for that. That's why it seems so easy. That's why it seemed like, ah, oh, it's just, that's second nature to me. I thought everybody, because you was made for that. Just be yourself. So that's what comes to my mind. Sister Golda? Salaika, family. Um, so... Something that kind of pulled to me was when the minister, I think that was in the, what is it? Our restrictive laws is our success. Um, and he was talking about Massafar Muhammad's mother. And, you know, for me, when I first started off, because uh, my grandfather is white, so half my family is white. So to answer question number two and say, Yaku's grafted devil skunk of planet Earth. I had to really think on that because I'm like, hold on, am I calling grandpa a devil? Like, you know, but um, there, there's a, in one of the parts of the time that must, and what must be done, the minister talks about Master Fars Muhammad's mother being white because um, he needed to be biracial to bring justice to both sides. And it kind of clicked for me like, okay, yes, I'm saying that he is a devil. But it's, it's, it's of his nature. And to bring justice to both sides, you have to think like how terrible that must be to be born of wickedness by nature. And then for us, how terrible is that to be the original man in your planet being taken by a devil and you not only being enslaved, but being uh, put in a time of, of, of decades, of centuries of being crucified. So that justification was important. And then as I developed that thought, I started to look at white people like, you know, we see their wickedness, but the reality is that they came from us. And I believe one of the brothers touched on this. So I was like, he kind of said exactly what I was thinking, but I always remind myself, like, if you came from me, there is a part of me that is like that. There's a devil part inside of me. And I have to constantly, no matter how long you've been in these teachings, it's constant. You have to constantly um, cleanse that wickedness out with righteousness. And um, the messenger, he said, you say you're righteous, then prove it. We are raised up to show the world what righteous looks like and how it feels to be righteous. And righteous by definition, that is morally right or justifiable, virtuous morally morally with reference to the principles of right and wrong behavior and justifiable 
able to be shown to be right or reasonable. So that being said, if I feel like when we look at the white man and we look at them as a devil, because I feel like that's a constant reminder of what is within you. And it's a constant reminder to live in righteousness every moment, every day, because just as that white man is so wicked, that wickedness could come out in you no matter what. So if you are not constantly living in righteousness, constantly being righteousness, speaking it, breathing it, hearing it, feeling it, and then transmuting it and bringing that to other people, then you're nothing, you're, you're, you're no different than the devil itself. So I thought that was a really important um, concept to keep in mind as we continue to move, because also when talking about how we behave, um, no matter what, the, how long you've been up in this game, you know what I'm saying? Always remember that that still lives in, in you somewhere. And so we have to keep that um, within our spirit, within our energy and within our actions. So that's all I have to say. So I'm like, well, salam, well, salam. Again, anybody who is watching and tuning in and would like help and would like to be my guest to join a local study group or mosque, go to www.noistudygroup.com. All right, let's go to Brother Daniel. Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum Beautiful discussion, dialogue. Um, real briefly, um, the thought that came to my mind the thought, the thought that came to my mind was this, and I started to do more self-examination, um, which is um, in the self-analysis, which is the basis of our community development, along with that correction. But um, what came to my mind was when, um, what thought came to my mind? When I thought about the colored man, and um, I wasn't really thinking upon the external, like the minister said, because, you know, you got one layer is on the surface when we deal with the colored man and the original man on the surface. But like somebody said a couple of days ago about the metaphysics, which below the physical, you had a spiritual. And when I look at this metaphysical aspects of this, I see that I, my perspective, I see that original man or the original mind is my analytical mind. The part of me that does everything right and exact. The part of me that does all the computations. However, the colored man or that colored mind is my, I see that as my reactive mind or that, um, that part of myself that works to, that stores all my rational fears, all my insecurities, all my pain, my trauma, that part of myself that's hidden, that Leviathan that's below the sub part of my mind. And that is the part that, um, is part of my self-examination, my self-analysis. I, re I remember um, a time just last year, which was very humbling, because I just came off of, um, a 48-day fast at the beginning of last year. And all I was doing was just suppressing more of my internal demons. And it has, uh, it was, it's more like a Band-Aid, um, because it still didn't point out those things that was hidden in myself. And I remember when um, the minister did an exorcism on us collectively at a believers meeting. And he pointed out that um, that Yakub piece and the 30 percent dissatisfied and about it wasn't Yakub. It was the 30 percent dissatisfied that called forth that leader. 
So when they heard Yakub, he only resonated what was already within him that was hidden within him. That was from their dissatisfaction. And that was so humbling because in my mind, as I'm listening to the minister, I'm taking it personal because I'm seeing me as being one of those 30 percent dissatisfied that called for a Yakub. So immediately I had to ask myself some deep questions to go within my own self. And I said, damn, when was the earliest moment that I was dissatisfied? And I immediately went back to early, early childhood. Um, about when I was six years, six years old. And it was that dissatisfaction with my first executive counsel in my home, which was my father. And that led to a domino effect. And that made me vulnerable to be sexually abused. That helped me to draw forth a Yakuza in my life. And each relationship I, I got into was re-stimulus and re-stimulates or re-triggers of my executive counsel that I was dissatisfied with. And I, as soon as I would get re-triggered, I thought it was something outside of myself. I always thought it was somebody outside of myself, some Yakub, some white man, some slave master, whether it was in a relationship, whether it was in a mosque, some captain, some minister. I thought it was always outside of myself, but I didn't realize at that moment that everything in my universe was only a mirror of something that was hidden inside myself. And the thing that triggered me the most was the thing that was hidden inside myself that just needed the right circumstance to manifest. Now, I had to get some serious auditing done, some serious professional auditing done to confront that those demons within myself. And once I was able to locate it and confront it and take the charge, take the sting out of it, take the shame or take the, the irrational fears, the insecurities from it, everything else was an illusion. Everything else was illusion. All those other people, nobody, none of the other people had to change that I thought had to change. None of those people that I thought that were just these big hypocrites and these, that, that, was all, that was all an illusion. And it made me think about the Holy Crime talks about Allah is the only reality. So I say if Allah is the only reality, the only reality, what is everything else? If Allah is the only reality. But um, that was my comment on it. But man, that's deep. Yeah, that nobody else had to change. Wow, how many people are we judging? How many people do we have a problem with? How many people do we think it's them? It's them? It's them? But it's not them that has to change to make your life better. It's you. It's us. It's self improvement. And many of us uh, don't want to admit that. Many of us don't want to believe that because it's always somebody else's fault. And self-improvement is hard. So thank you, Brother Daniel, for that, uh, for that, for that context. Let's go to Sister Shireen. Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum salam. Um, in Joshua, Josh, the first chapter of Joshua, Minister Farrakhan referred to this in one of um is one of my favorite lectures and I can't remember the title, but he quotes Joshua's um I think it's like five through nine, but it says to be strong and of a good courage. And he mentions in Joshua strength and being of good courage 
um, and then sticking to the law so that we can inherit the land. Those, those are the criterion. <clears throat> be strong, be courageous, and don't deviate from the law. You know, have a good disposition. And to do that, that's why the minister constantly referring us back to Surah 113, 114, the refuge prayers. Because that, that's where we work out them demons, them, them, them evil whisperings, the slinking devil, and not be, you know, not worrying about um, the people that's envying us and all that. We have to be able to forgive people when, when they annoy us, you know, because if we are quick to respond, then they draw us into that, what's the, um, that electron energy. So we won't be the protons. So we have to be alert for the, for the, the triggers that brother was just talking about that can get us in those spaces but if we quick to forgive and to love like the minister is trying to teach us, then we won't be drawn into that cycle because it is a cycle. And then, then we constantly pointing the finger. Well, you made me. Well, I wouldn't have done that if you didn't do this. Well, why don't you just keep your mouth shut and then I won't say nothing. We always put in the power in somebody else's lap. What, but brother just said, if there's only one reality, then it's me arguing with myself. I'm looking at a reflection of myself. I don't like what I see, but is it that person I don't like? Or is it me that I don't like? Mm. So we have to really get, we got to go deep. <laughs> we got to go deep. We got to face what has um really deeply hurt us made us feel ashamed, made us feel guilty. Um, those are the things that we don't want to look at, but we got to go and sit in it until it don't sting as much. And then we can really start saying, okay, well, that happened when I was a child or I didn't know better or, um, you know, I was in this space. I just lost my mama. Whatever it is, we got to identify the cause and effect of our behavior and then, you know, mitigate it, you know, apologize, atone, do what we got to do to make things right with ourselves and those people around us so we can move forward. That's it. Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum salam. Brother King Cam. I've listened to all of the feedback from everybody and it's been so beautiful. And the common theme that I heard from the messenger, Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad and the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan in when it comes to going for self and, and more importantly or more specifically when it comes to on the respect for ourselves and the respect for others is the self retrospection, right? The self-improvement that the minister 
uh, gave us in the study guys, which is the basis for community development. And every point that everybody hit on always circled back to self-improvement. So, you know, as you look at the totality of the teachings and the lessons, majority of it is dealing with the work of self. You know, um, Brother Shakir hit hit right on it. You know, the the greatest jihad is the jihad of self, um, battling that enemy within, the devil within. You know, the most honorable Elijah Muhammad hit on it, that we brought the devil into existence. We created them. So it was the brown germ that was found in us, that was in us, that existed in us. Brother Wesley, Sister Golda, they touched on on what was sitting up inside of us that gave, that we gave form and expression to that gives us the Caucasian today or gave us the Caucasian when Yakub brought him into existence 6,000 years ago. So, and I was thinking about this the other day when when you look at the different obstacles and things that happen within your life or the people that's around you, because everybody got something going on. And a lot of the times people, especially if we're not actively engaged in the self-improvement process, as Sister Shireen just mentioned, we always want to put the power in somebody else's hands. We want to give them all the, all the accountability and culpability for why we acting out, why we're not doing better as human beings, treating each other right, doing the right thing. We want to blame it on other people. And, you know, I came to a conclusion, just as me talking, that we don't want to face ourselves in the mirror. We don't want to face the imperfections of our character. We don't want to face the traumas that we've been through. So we mask them in other things as the brother was just talking about, you know, fasting or, you know, we mask them in alcohol or we mask them in drugs or we mask them in partying or we mask them in women or we mask them. We just mask them, mask them in all these different things that escape the reality of what's really going on because we don't want to address the real issue, which is you. And we sit around and we talk about you know, you, you you have these feelings where you may be doing something, Brother Ben, you hit on it, where people always talk about why are they family members not supporting them or why your friends not supporting you in the things that you do. And you should actually go outside of them and start to get support from their strangers. Well, you got to think about why they may not be supporting you outside of the fact that they may not be your target audience. That's the business side of things. But they also have issues within themselves that they ref- that they see in you that they don't want to address. So when they see you working, they see you progressing. They see you changing. They see you leveling up. They see you shifting the culture. Then they ask themselves, well, what's wrong with, with me? Why, why I can't get it together? But instead of looking at themselves and addressing the issues within themselves, they look at you as, something other than what they should be looking at. So they withhold the support. They withhold, you know, congratulatory 
uh, comments. They withhold all of these different things because people honestly just don't want to deal with why they so messed up. And yes, they've been victims. Yes, we've been made this way. But now we've been given the tools that would allow us to change ourselves if we would apply the practicality of the tools. But we refuse, we refuse to want to do that work and we want to walk around as victims. So it's, it's the mindset in, in us to say, well, I am in total control of the condition of my life right now. And if I'm going to change that condition, then what I have to do is I have to look at the things that got me to this point and start to correct those things that have been obviously negative in my development. Because, you know, we'll say, well, dang, you know, we'll see people on Facebook uh, or on social media, Instagram, and they party and popping bottles. They out every weekend. But when you ask them to come to your graduation or come to your grand opening for your business or come to your birthday party or something, they don't have no, they don't have no money. They're not able to make it. They, they, they forgot. It's not on their mind. When in reality is people make time for what they want to make time for, but also they don't want to face the fact that they have become from whatever circumstances that have been, that, that they have subjected themselves to, they just become very low vibrational people. They become, can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. Okay. We've, be we've become low vibrational people. We've become just very savage individuals. So we treat the people that we say that we love with no respect. We treat the people that we say that we love in a way that you would treat somebody that you don't have any love for. And instead of addressing that fact, we mask it with alcohol and drugs and all of these other things and then we make excuses for why we can't show up and be better as human beings be a better brother be a better sister be a better father be a better uncle be a better mother so this self-improvement the path that master father muhammad put us on in the path of self-improvement in the in the example of the honorable minister louis farrakhan it's so valuable today because you can build all the institutions you want. If the government said, we're going to give y'all $10 trillion in reparations today, cash payments and the land, if we don't deal with the spiritual and the self-improvement process, we're going to give 75% of that money back to the enemy. And then the rest of it, we're going to eat ourselves alive. We're going to tear our own businesses down. We're going to destroy any and everything that's built. We'll mess around and be the first people in history to get reparations to build a town and then black people destroy the whole town out of, out of envy and jealousy. We'll mess around, set it on fire ourselves because we have not even considered the fact that the white man has no control over you anymore. As the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad said, he's let you go. But we continue to operate like that because we have not chosen to change course and change direction and move in a direction of self-improvement and elevating the mind. So this is, this is extremely powerful. I just wanted to add that. As-salamu alaykum. Well,
All right, last 10 minutes. Uh, only hand raised, we have your brother Shakur. Salam alaikum. Can you hear me, Brother Ben? Walaikum salam, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Brother Cam, and everything he said was right on point. And to, add, and to answer that, the black people that had it, see the pressure when Black Wall Street was here. In, in, in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and you had uh, the Wilmington black men, we had more unity then, and they were like the time bomb. The unity was it, but then you know what happened. It can be done again. Inshallah, it can be done again. But I appreciate that, Brother Cam. The other, the, I wanted to go back, right? Everybody on the you path and the me path, right? But the first letter in Islam is I. You got to look at the self first. That's the first person you got to look at before you look at anybody else. You got to look at the eye. That's why when you start studying your lessons, and that's why I said it gave the distinction who the original man is. Like I told you, you got to go look up each one of them words to make sure you understand what in the world you read. Hopefully with an etymology dictionary. Then you go into the definition of civilization and the duty of a civilized person. Right? Then you know whether you're dealing with a savage or not. Right? Because when I was dealing with young people and the elder, the elder brother brought up the fact that he said, you know what? I wasn't going to say this to y'all, but I'm going to tell you something. He said, when you go into prison and you brand new there and they don't and they and you don't know nobody and somebody walk up to you and give you a pen. He said, do you know what that means? And the young brother said, no. He said, what that means is they're going to draw. Some breasts on your back. And then he told them what they were going to do to him at night. Right. So this is why I always prescribe to these brothers when I train them. You don't know what's going to happen to you, whether a, a cop's going to play some illegal drugs on you or whether you're going to end up in a five by nine at night. You better learn how to fight and protect yourself at all times and die in the name of of a law and be willing to die. Right. The next thing is about discipline. Minister said a long time ago, he said, obedience don't look like understanding. Obedience don't look like understanding. That's what discipline is. The root word of disciple. You better learn how to follow some damn instructions and be able to listen to somebody. That's what my granddaddy said, son. That's why God gave you two ears and two eyes and one damn mouth because he wants you to listen and, and watch twice as much he wants you to damn talk. You better learn how to listen to somebody. He said, better listen to me because I love you. Because you're going to have to listen to somebody, either that man down at the job or that man down at the jailhouse. So you might as well listen to me because I love you. The other thing. Minister did this. Right? He said, keep saying, your unit is more powerful than an atomic bomb. He was talking about he was fasting. The most I ever fasted was I was eating once every three days. I think the minister said he ate once every four days. Some he was fasting, and messenger saw him fasting. He said, "Look, stop doing that." He said, "Because you will clean yourself up so much that you won't want to be around your own people." And I noticed when I when I go on fast like that and being disciplined, that I have a low, extremely low tolerance for undisciplined people and for people who full of sugar, honey, iced tea. I don't have a time for it. The discipline, the fasting. Now, getting back to Yaku. 
like Brother Cam said, when you study your lessons and the 30 and 35 percent dissatisfied and you got 65 percent that are satisfied, when you start dealing with that and that percentage, I don't know if it said percentage. Right. But when you got majority satisfied and you have a, a, a majority dissatisfied, you're going to have a change when it's 30, 35 percent. You're going to have a change. Right. And all your thoughts. That's why it says minister keep telling you and 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 Holy Bible, the Holy Quran, those law books tell you what set your mind on high and righteous things. Because anytime you start thinking on the negative, you pull negative situations and negative people into your reality. And the reality is a law, the all in all. Because anything said to exist outside the atom is an illusion. It's an illusion. It does not exist outside the atom, the all in all. It's 360 degrees. That's why when the devil came, he promised us 366 degrees. And he said he had to say 366 because six is the number of equality. It's got to look like the real thing, but it's not. Got that out there. Tell you about the path of you and me. You got to get back to the path of I. Now, The brother was talking about the genes. All knowledge come from one knowledge, which is law, just like all genes all come from one. Right. This is why when you look up what they call the uh, the lady saint of Chestakova, better known as the shrine of the black Madonna, they have one in Pennsylvania and one over in, in Europe. But in the motherland, when they go to the great mosque and you see the Muslims coming to the, 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 the mosque or the sacred church, you see them come in one area. You see the Christians come in the area and the Jews come in another area. All night, they talk about the monogene. The brown germ and the black germ come from the monogene, the one gene. But you got to study your lessons to understand this. All come from one. And when the Freemasons, because we are the Masons, they are the Freemasons. That's why Mason means mother son. That's why Ma is the number one word is a, is a name for mother all over the world, no matter where you what language you say it in. Ma means mother, right? May sons, mothers and sons. That's what the world is comprised of. So when they go there, they give them uh, a, a, a black statuette of Jesus because they know that he was an original man coming from one. So a lot of brothers on a lot of brothers sisters on branch knowledge. I'm the Muslim, I'm the Christian. But see, they 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 like monkeys on the branch. They turn the branches. But the minister said he studied what? Root knowledge. That's why I read to you the other day. Jesus said he's the root of David. He studied root knowledge. That's why all come from one. Stop bringing on the branch and get to the root so you can learn how to all connect. Yes, sir. I wanna I wanna close out. Uh, with, with the minister, uh, so I'm, I'm just giving you, uh, if you can yes, wrap sir. it up in about one more minute, I want to play this video of the minister. Okay. And the last thing is that you see the brother, brother man, go ahead and play that. Summer Lake, I'm going to stop right there, bro. Yes, sir. We have a sister in the comment section that had a question. It says, I have a couple of questions that may not be for this discussion. She says, if we are God's, God's people and the children of Israel, why do we say we're Muslim and from Islam? Why are we not Hebrews? Next question, regardless of what we call ourselves, why can't the dominant black groups, Muslim, Hebrew, Israelites, e Egyptians, and Pan-Africans come together under one nation? So I want to share this video from the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan to answer one of the questions about us being Muslims. And then I'll try to wrap it up in uh, two minutes at the end of that. 
is a Muslim and why do you say we are all Muslims? Allah says in the Quran, set your face for religion being upright. The nature in which God created man and there is no altering Allah's creation. God says he created man to be upright. He created us with the nature of himself. Jesus didn't give us that nature. Muhammad didn't give us that nature. Moses didn't give us that nature. Abraham didn't give us that nature. They, like we, are born in the nature of God. And the nature of God is peace. And that peace comes through obedience to his will. God sets up law and is above the law, but he obeys his own law. And he creates us to submit to his will, willingly or unwillingly. We have to come here by means of law. And we function whether we know it or not by means of law. And we are created to bow down to a higher power than ourselves. So if you look at the teachings of all of the prophets, they never gave a name to their religion until the coming of Muhammad ibn Abdullah and he named the religion or Allah named it Islam and Islam is an Arabic word which means obedience to God's will and he says in the Quran that he will not accept another religion from human beings except our obedience to his will and if you look at Abraham and Moses and Jesus and Muhammad, all those whom we love and admire, if you sum up their teachings, their teachings could be melted down into one word, obedience, obedience to God. So Moses said, hear and obey. Is that right? He didn't call his religion by a name. He just taught principles and laws and statutes and said to those who heard him, obey these and you will have blessings. Peace, fam. It's your brother Ben X. And I want to tell you guys a little bit about my story. because. So in that video, the minister breaks down. We have to understand what Muslim and, and Islam is. These are Arabic words. What does Muslim mean? Muslim simply means one who submits their will to do the will of God. What is Islam? Entire submission to the will of God. Well, if you look into our scripture, if you look into that Bible that we're speaking of and referring to when we uh, refer to children of Israel or anything Hebrew, Jesus said, not my will be done, 
but thy will be done. Did he say a name? But he is showing you that he's submitting his will to do the will of the father. So the minister, which I go find it, inshallah, tonight or in the morning and play this clip for you tomorrow. Well, the minister is breaking down that he there was a brother that asked him a question in the Quran. It says that Allah will accept nothing besides Islam. You heard the minister hint at it right there. He said, why do you go into the Christian churches and you don't tell them that that Allah won't accept nothing besides Islam? He says, I'm not going to argue with you about what you already are. We are Muslim by nature. The definition, we're not talking about the rituals and all that. We get to that later. He said we could talk about religion after we free. But the root of Muslim is simply you submitting your will. So he says, if I'm going and I'm teaching them the reality of God, the reality of Jesus, I'm getting them to, you know, submit. And they are and they call themselves a Christian or you call yourself a Hebrew or you call yourself for this or you call yourself for that. As long as you are in submission to the will of God, whether you say it or not, that is Islam. Whether you say it or not, that is being a Muslim. And why can't we come together? Because of egos and because of this lack of understanding. The Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan said we must get to the root knowledge and not the branch knowledge. This is how he this is why he says your mother said three plus four equals seven. Mine says six plus one equals seven. This is why he talks about we may be just going up on two sides of the same mountain. It's due to our lack of understanding. I want my teacher to be the best. And if you don't come my way, then it's the highway and nobody else is right or wrong. You know, all that type of stuff. Because the minister wants to marry the Bible with the Quran. The minister wants to now at this point look and see how can we come together on common grounds versus the division. So uh, those are internal problems why we can't come together. But that will be the answer to why we call ourselves Muslims and Islam, because that is our nature. Uh, we this is this is how we are born. If nobody messes with a child, naturally uh, they will be striving to submit their will to do the will of God. If you look at the sun, if you look at the moon, look at everything else in creation, it submits. It's in obedience to the will of God. We are taught that the earth even has a wobble, and being that the earth has a wobble because it's in submission to the will of God, we not shaking all over the place because it's in submission. But the reason we are in the condition that we're in because we have the choice to say, you know what? I'm going to wake up this morning and I ain't obeying God. So our life is what it is right now because we got the choice. Son don't got no choice. See, the bees ain't got no choice but to be what the bee was created for. But we can wake up tomorrow and say, I'm a woman. Come on now. We, the woman can wake up in the morning and say, I, I, think, I'm a, I think I'm a man today. So that is why we're in the condition uh, that we're in due to that lack of disobedience. So that was just like a short form answer. Hopefully that suffices. But inshallah, in the morning, I'm going to play a clip of the minister where he kind of goes deeper into that question and that answer. And hopefully that'll give you the uh, answer that you're looking for. So I'll see you guys in the morning, inshallah, 8 a.m. Central Time. Assalamu alaikum. Assalamu alaikum. Well,